Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and Reed. Check this out. This is the Rip and Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Reed. Oh, I want to get away. That's exactly what Justin Ellick and Sid Rosenberg and Sid's family will be doing next week in their live broadcast from Jerusalem. Uh, Justin Ellick, I've already given you the Righteous Gentiles itinerary, which I hope uh, you may have some time to explore. I've been there three times, but... I know for Sid, this will be your first time back to the uh, promised land. Justin Ellick has been there many times before. His main concern is to find a gin mill where he can watch the NFL action next Sunday night. Am I right or wrong, Justin? Of course, of course. But when you fly L out, it is the most extreme measure of security that any person will ever go through. I actually uh, flew an L.L. flight, believe it or not, Justin Ellick, from the old East German airport in Berlin to uh, Tel Aviv, then Gurion Airport, in which I had to go through 14 layers of questions because they wanted to know what the hell are you doing wearing a red beret. And of all places, East Berlin. And they were very thorough, extraordinarily thorough. Check you in your eyes, check every word out of your mouth, check your paperwork one, two, three, four, five times or more. And then finally, I was allowed on the flight. And even when we took off in the tarmac, you had security on both sides of us in Jeeps with machine guns right along the tarmac, knowing there might have been terrorists who wanted to blast that El Al flight out of the sky. It is the top security for flight in the world. Everybody acknowledges that. But here in America, we are a dollar short and a day late when it comes to illegal aliens. So whereas, Justin, you will have to present an acceptable form of identification to fly to Israel or at least have your identity confirmed by multiple parties, the Transportation Safety Administration, the TSA, is permitting illegal aliens without ID to opt for an alternative identity verification process, which is on an app. An app. That means it takes the illegal aliens at their word on certain data and allows them to obtain a Department of Homeland Security document and fly out of airports. So you're going to stay online, Justin, and you've been through this before going to Israel. And you're going to be questioned multiple times, and your paperwork is going to be looked at with an electron microscope. Meantime, Diego and Jose coming into America, easy pass. Don't worry about it. What? What? You, you don't have any passport or ID card when you came across the border from Mexico to Texas? 
oh, well, why don't you just tell us? Give us a minimum of information so we can enter it in the system. Do we really know who these people are? We're basing this on an app? How do we know a smuggler didn't process the information on the app for them in a very professional and cogent way? If you're a known criminal, the likelihood of you giving the same name when coming into another country, I mean, is pretty low unless you're a real schmuck and a real putz. And this is the disparity that exists now. The fact that the DHS says that all passengers have the right to opt out of automated facial recognition. Really? Okay, so Justin Alec decides he doesn't want to have his photo processed and matched with two million others on the terrorist watch list, right? But an illegal alien with no documentation can also opt out of the automated facial recognition system that has been programmed to recognize the two million photographs of people on the terrorist watch list. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, there are two ways you can fly. As a citizen, you get put through the gauntlet, and rightfully so. As an illegal alien, there is a a peripheral check, and it's all based on trust. Fake names, fake dates of birth are accepted on that app and then printed into government-issued ID cards later on, like the New York City fake phony fraudulent Fugazi ID card that was created years ago by comrade Bill de Blasio and his crooked wife, Charlene. Do we have that straight, uh, Justin? So upon your return from Israel, and hopefully you have a great trip and it will be great broadcast, and I'm really happy for Sid because um, he was never really big into being a Jew. Never. Sort of like Bloomberg. Bloomberg always wanted to be a wasp. And when he had to be a Jew, he put the yarmulke on, made a donation. But you could see the guy wished he had been born a wasp. Uh, in the case of Sid Rosenberg, he had wished he had been born an Italian supreme cuisine with crucifixes all around his neck. I mean, that would have made us it. No more. October 7th changed all that. And that's good to see. And it's good to see that he'll be making his first trip to the Holy Land. Hopefully, uh, Justin, I've given you the Righteous Gentiles itinerary. You can get in one or two of those locations each morning. At 7.05, I'm on with Sid Rosenberg, Monday through Fridays. I will be giving him my Righteous Gentile itinerary until his point of departure over the weekend. But now, talking about illegal aliens... It has become at the crux, the epicenter of the only race taking place. Now, I know if you watch talk TV, if you listen to talk radio here at WABC, you're like, oh, oh, it's Trump, it's Haley and who cares? Come on. Fake drama. Haley ain't going nowhere. Come on. These are the issues that are critical. The third congressional district, which right now, According to recent polls, is a toss-up between the guy who thought he owned the seat, Tom Swazi, and the new Jack Mazzi, who's raised a family with her uh, Ukrainian Jewish husband. They both did Aliyah into Israel. They went to the University of Haifa. That's where he got his medical degree. They came to Great Neck, where all the Persian Jews live. You know, Leonard's 
Northern Boulevard. You know, come on, Justin, you've been there before. Lenin's, right? Haven't you been there for bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs, weddings? It's right there. That's the epicenter. And now in the most recent poll, Tom Swazi is only ahead of Mozzie, the new Jack, 45-42 with Mozzie closing. And it all has to do with the fact that Swazi has been tagged, the hashtag, Sanctuary Swazi. And he can attribute this to his friendship with Andrew Evilized Cuomo, King Cuomo II, the son of Mario Facha Bruta Cuomo. Hey, I know you're listening, Andrew. You listen intently every day on our FM uh, outlet, WLIR, that reaches the East End and your compound in Southampton, owned by Fredo, your brother, pretty boy Chris uh, Cuomo. Uh, and you've hit the mattresses and stir the marinara sauce as you plot your political comeback. Now that your wartime consigliere and leg breaker, Joe Pococo, just got out of doing six years of time in federal jail for political corruption. We know you listen intently. We know you're trying to reinvent yourself, recreate yourself. We know you think that all of us are stupid and we can't remember what you said. Andrew Evilized Como five seconds ago, five minutes ago, five um Five weeks ago, five months ago, five years ago, 